Well, hello and welcome back to the Clarity Podcast. Clarity is our one-year experience of seeking to see Jesus more clearly. I'm Nick, and I am joined today by Kim Mills. Hi, Kim. Hi, how are you doing, Nick? I am doing wonderfully, thanks. You? Doing well. We have better moments than others, but overall, we cannot complain. Things are good. Uh, That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Kim, can you tell everybody just kind of what you do here at Fellowship? I'm on staff with K2 Town, and for the most part, I'm over the large group curriculum and how that works, as well as some of our Roger small group um, families and coaches. Very cool. Very cool. So that's on the the Fellowship Rogers Sunday morning crew, uh, working with elementary kids. That's awesome. So, hey, Kim, y'all have done just my my daughter is in the the, the Rogers elementary ministry. And so we've gotten to receive some of y'all's care. uh, Just the way you've been leading families has been a real blessing. And I know for a lot of families, we're, we're going through this clarity experience together as a year, but we're having to adapt everything the way we thought would happen because of COVID-19. And, uh, and so it's, it's changed the way family life looks for so many people. And so I was just curious, like, you know, it's easy to see all the limitations that this season puts on us. Um, but I'm just curious, like, is there a way and how would we see this season as an opportunity for spiritual growth as a family? You know, I think there's, a lot of opportunities here. And one of the things that the pandemic obviously has done has taken away a lot of, I don't know, just different things in our lives, whether it has to do with relationships, being able to see people or the way school's done or whatever. And I think it's a great opportunity for us to examine what we have normally and sometimes wrongfully put our trust in. It's a great reminder that Um, Christ is the only one that is trustworthy. And so I think it's a great opportunity for us to see what is important in our life. I think, too, it's just a great opportunity for us to not only know God's Word, but to believe God's Word, to believe what He has said, to trust His promises and um, allow that to be the anchor of our soul rather than the other things we have tried to anchor our soul to. And um, I don't know, I just think those are really big things. Obviously, I think we're all busy in our responsibilities with helping our kids with school and working from home. And it feels like all you're doing is cooking and cleaning up those meals. There's a lot of extra. Mm -hmm. But I think there's more time in other ways, just because our normal activities we can't go and do those things. So for our family, there's not soccer games, um, you know, horseback riding lessons, those kind of things. And so I think there's a little bit more time for us to really, to be in the word, um, alone as well as with our families. Um, I think that's really important. And I think too, um, you know, our team, We love and we honestly really miss seeing the kids on Sunday mornings. Um, But our desire is for families to own the spiritual development of the next generation. And so this is where families essentially have to do that. And um, I've learned over the years, I think the more I have to teach something, the more I grow personally. So I would just encourage families... um, in big, but more importantly, in small ways to really find ways that they can pour into their 
kiddos, um, the truth of God's word and his encouragement and his, his peace. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, but. That makes great sense. You know, as you said it, it reminded me of a conversation that our family had, you know, the, the pandemic and the quarantining all hit in the middle of what we'd call the Lent season. Um, and, you know, one of the big ideas of Lent is you take away something that is not bad, but is a good thing that you normally rely on to help you learn to rely on the Lord. And we, we talked about how in a many, in a lot of ways, COVID-19 was the unexpected Lent, um, you know, fast. It was the unexpected fast that took away a lot of things that we normally depend on and really did kind of help us in the season to, to rely on the Lord more. So no, I think that's, that's really, really wise and helpful. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're great. No <laughs> worries. Uh, so, you know, in this season, how do, as parents, you know, I know this has been our experience and I'm sure it's been a lot of people's experience as well. We find ourselves suddenly having a lot more responsibilities, um, a lot more things that we're trying to carry, working at home, doing school all on our own for people who aren't used to homeschooling, that kind of stuff. And yet, while responsibilities as parents have gone up, a lot of the resources we depend on have gone away or gone down. So just as a parent who might feel kind of squashed between those two realities of increasing responsibility, decreasing resources, how how do parents stay healthy in this season? I think there's a couple things that are important to remember. I think the most important thing is just to be with Jesus yourself. When you are spending time with the Lord, he's the one that's going to do the work of producing fruit in our lives. So the patience that we need to show our families, especially being together 24-7, the love, the care, those things he's going to grow and produce in us the more we spend time with him. And the other thing I would say is just to keep it simple, you know, to allow Christ to be a part of your normal, everyday, mundane things um, going on in your life. Uh, Just with walking through clarity and looking at some of the stories that happened as soon as Christ was resurrected, you know, you see Christ join the two men walking down the road to Emmaus. They were confused and he just joined them in their walk. You see where he joined Mary in her sorrow when she went to the garden and um, the disciples were just in a room together hanging out and um, I think real fearful and God joined them there. And I think we just need to allow Christ to be a part of our normal stuff. So to me, some examples would, number one, I feel like we're all taking about 25 walks a day because that's all we can ever do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, even walking down and pointing out things to your kids of like, wow, look how creative God was with all the different kind of flowers we get to see or, you know, asking him, what's your favorite thing that we saw on our walk that, um, you know, God created or what's your favorite thing God let you do today? Um, you know, maybe it's just as you are making a meal, playing worship music. Um, I think picking a verse um, for your day or a verse even for your entire week that you see and say over and over again. Um, I have one in my bathroom and I have one next to my bed that I just am continually um, feeding myself with. And so I just think making him be a part of 
normal things yeah. um, can be really big, just some teachable moments. That's, that's really helpful and really wise. What, what, what would you say, you know, obviously many of our kids have had some meltdown moments over the last couple of weeks um, as they've been away from school and all their rhythms have broken down. But I also know uh, some of us parents have had some meltdown moments as well, um, feeling either frustrated or ashamed that we're just, you know, we're not handling this as well as we would like. We're not handling schooling as well as we'd like. We're not doing everything the way we want to do. And so there can just kind of be a little bit of shame, disappointment, frustration. What, what would you say to parents who are just kind of feeling like failures with everything they're trying to carry right now? First, I'd say you're in really good company. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. I think all of us in some capacity as parents feel like we haven't handled this season with, you know, a lot of joy or grace or patience. Um, so just know you're in the same boat as everyone else. But I think too, I think our kids probably learn more from our weaknesses and our mistakes than they do from our just successes. And when we do mess up, which we do often, it provides a great opportunity to show them that we too need the Lord, like every day and the good things and the bad things, we're not perfect and we need Jesus. And that's what we desire so much for our kids to know is that they aren't perfect and they have a need for Jesus. So I think it's okay to just say, hey, I've messed up here and I haven't responded the way that I've wanted to and to ask their forgiveness. It's a great opportunity to show them that we have to seek forgiveness from the Lord, but from other people. And, um, you know, I think, too, just in Second Corinthians, you see that the Lord tells us that His grace is sufficient for us and His power is made perfect in our weakness. And so there is good that God brings from our own just insufficiencies and our own weaknesses. Yeah, that's that's a good word. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. Thanks for for shepherding us in that way. So, hey, what what resources are out there that you recommend for parents who are looking for content or tools or things that they're trying to use? Um, you know, it's one of the great things about what you know the family ministry does so well is you set the ball on the tee so often for us as parents with good resources and good ideas. What what resources are out there for parents who are trying to lead spiritually through this season? say there's not a lack out there. I'll try to say just a few of my favorites. I will say, you know, Fellowship has a Right Now Media account that I think has great resources, both for younger children, as well as I have a middle schooler and two high schoolers. It's got great content on there for them, as well as for us as adults, Bible study, worship songs, videos. I think that's a great resource. I think Worship House Kids is a really, really good resource for um, preschool and elementary kiddos. It has really good worship and really good um, videos with different Bible stories and stuff like that. So I would recommend that. Um, Fellowship, I think our We've been learning how to do ministry very differently. And so if there's, when you get your link on Sunday um, mornings or Fridays or Saturdays, whenever you open it up, there are also at-home resources. If you were to click on that link, um, it'll also bring you up to 
videos and worship and lessons for little bitty kiddos, elementary kiddos. There's resources for our high school ministry. So I think that's a great resource. And I'd probably say personally, both for, I don't know, just the whole gamut of ages, including adults. I really, really like the Jesus Storybook Bible. I think it gives us just a great view of God's redemption from the very beginning of time um, through the very end and reminds us that he's leading us and guiding us and providing for us um, through good things and through pandemics. Mm, that's so good. And I, we'll, we'll put uh, links to those resources in the, the notes for this podcast. Thank you for that list. That's really good. And, and I just want to champion, I know we've used it in, in church before and it's on right now media, the series, what's in the Bible. Um, just, just outstanding. Like we've, our family's gone through it multiple times. Uh, it's a, it's a great series on right now media that you can go through. Um, yeah, all those resources, Jesus Storybook Bible, the stuff that the family team is putting out, um, the, the, the worship, uh, resource, all really great stuff. So I encourage parents take, take advantage of that. Um, it's, it's just some, some great stuff for you to participate in as a family. Kim, you have any final, just kind of tips, ideas, or, or words of encouragement that you want to share with our people? Encouragement, I would just say that you are enough and God made you the parents of your kids for a specific reason. And he has equipped you and um, made you to be who God needs your kiddos um, to have as parents. So I would encourage you with that. And I think just from a personal thing, even from my own time in the word this morning, I can tend to have a a fearful heart. And I think I was reading about Noah today and it talked about how he walked with God. And I just wrote down some things to anchor my own heart in some things to do. And I just put that I'm going to fill my mind with God's word and promises over, um, you know, the news and speculation of how this pandemic will play out. Not that it's, I'm not going to ever watch the news or that I'm going to be you know, uninformed, but I want my mind to be filled with God's promises. He knows what he's doing and he's in control. And I put, um, I'm going to fill my heart with thankfulness and worship. And so for me, I will literally play some worship songs just to get my heart in the right place. And I also put down, I'm going to focus on God's strength rather than on my weaknesses. So I don't know if that helps anyone else, but those are things that I felt like my own um, heart needed and a place that God wanted to steer me. Oh, it's so helpful for me and I'm sure it will be for, for everyone listening. So Kim, thanks for this. Thanks for, for bringing your wisdom and your guidance to us. And, uh, we really appreciate your blessings on you and your family. And, uh, thanks to all of you for listening to the clarity podcast. Have a wonderful day.